up, kid. All I gotta say is what we can say is cheating. I'm excited, Cameron. We get to talk about a real match. The Sounders played Motagua this last Thursday. So it's about time. Some real Sounder footy. How you doing, I'm, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh, excited to have the Sounder season back and uh, feeling like, you know, I missed it a lot. And it wasn't gone that long, but it, that, that, it's a, it's especially without basketball being here, uh, it's a dark winter in Seattle. I mean, I guess we have hockey now, but yeah, yeah, hockey. Not but that still, they're doing great or anything, but they're last place by far. So, yeah, January definitely felt like I, I was. I I realized I missed the Sounders more in January than I did mm-hmm. in December. It was kind of like let's just forget what just happened in November, right? And unless on, the holidays, right? holidays are gone, yeah, you get there and it's just like hmm, all right. So yeah, we're here. We're back. We're ready. We played a CONCACAF Champions League match, and boy, we looked like we hadn't played since November. Yeah. Um, I guess we should get into it. Do you want to go over what the other the other matches? Yeah, did? sure. I mean, I only watched one other match, but uh, obviously we have all the scores. I watched the Comunicaciones Colorado match. Colorado. And, uh, I don't know why I did that with an accent. Comunicaciones uh, dominated the beginning of it and probably should have been up early. They're a team that I think they said in the last three years, they've only lost two games at home or something like that. So, really? yeah, so it was looking really good for Colorado pulling out a 0-0 tie there until their goalie just didn't save a decent shot, but he still should have saved it cross across the goal and he just didn't dive early enough and late they blew it. So, uh, and that game started late. Did you hear about why? No, I have no no. It started idea. late because there was a bee or wasp infestation in the goal, so that game couldn't start till they got rid of that, and then so it we missed the beginning of the Sounders match because the other one was still going on. I did see like a line of that on on social media, like mm-hmm. something about infestation, and I didn't click further. I just kept scrolling, I guess. But how do you have an in, like a nest in a goal? I, I don't know. Maybe it looks like a good place to start setting up a nest. How long has that goal been there? Okay. <laughs> They're not checking on it? They found uh, it right before the match. That's interesting. The other thing okay. was both both those games were on Fox Sports 2, and they had no halftime show. There was no content around it. They only had people calling the games while they were happening. So during halftimes of both games, they showed all the times that the USA lost to Mexico in the Gold Cup final, and then they showed the Sounders losing 3 nothing to Columbus in the uh, one MLS cup that didn't happen. So nothing uh, positive. All right. Yeah. That's all they showed during halftime. So it was just like, what is wrong with like, is Fox Sports two just hate us right now? Yeah. Is that someone get timeout in Fox network and he got sent to this, the sports, the soccer <laughs> department and was pissed off about it. So they just threw up some BS. <laughs> yeah. Well, that Colorado game was pretty good. It was fun to watch. It was certainly better than our Sounders game. 
Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to check any out, or did you just follow the scoreboard like I did? Yeah, no, I just follow the score. Uh, Sounders right now until, um, like I said in last episode, my kids had COVID, so we've both yeah. been home with the kid, and that's been been a lot. So really not looking at the TV as often as I'd like, but we can run through them. I did see, I mean, right before we recorded the last one, um, Leon won. They're in our quadrant of the bracket, so that's something to keep an eye on, 2-0. Two, wow. two if we were to advance, that's who we likely would face at this point, and that's who we assumed we would face. But they also won the the road leg to nothing, so uh, you would assume that they're going to advance. And then we saw uh, Santos Laguna beat Montreal one nothing with a late goal. Yeah, that was super late, wasn't it? Like ninety four, ninety three, something like that. They have it, it's one of two matches on the. Uh... On, on, I think it's Google, but it has like the only two matches that have a highlight to it. So it must have been <laughs> pretty late. Yeah, there's that. And then Cruz Azul, they they beat uh, Forge. We'll just call them that. It sounds like they probably should have beat them because I've never heard of them before. And then there's a little bit of that controversy with the Haitian team, Cavalry. Yeah, yeah, where they, they couldn't uh, get the proper work permits. Is that what happened? They just weren't allowed into the country. I know that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't look into it a lot, but it seems they weren't allowed to get their work visas or something like that. So a lot of people are, I mean, I literally don't know much about it um, because people were saying that, well, shouldn't the home country that's not allowing the visiting team in, shouldn't they be the ones to be forfeiting? So the team like New England would be them. Shouldn't they be forfeiting and not for not allowing this other team in? So that's seems pretty sketch and congratulate congratulations new england for advancing <laughs> through leg one and two instantaneously yeah they they immediately made it through um and they actually there was a statement i believe from Concacaf about it so we can know uh safety and security situation in haiti so oh um that's why they didn't let people in and that's I mean, we don't need to get into this, right? This isn't a Haitian politics thing. But I do know as someone who's on, who's vice president of the board of a nonprofit that works in Haiti, that uh, it it is wild in Haiti right now in terms of um, the the president was assassinated and uh, who the international media says does it versus who the United States says did it are different. Uh, And everyone on the ground says it's the same as the international media. So I think we should probably go with them. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of and right now there's huge protests and uprising in Haiti over sweatshop labor uh, issues, meaning people don't want to work in sweatshops and get paid four dollars a day or whatever it is. So uh, it there's a lot going on there. So it's unfortunate that we just it would have been awesome for them to come and and I wonder, you know, we've seen other times where people have come in and and stayed for like with like Cuba, and so I wonder if they were afraid that something similar would happen. That seems a lot more heavier <laughs> than I initially in- expected. Holy crap. Well, New England's through is uh, yep. the gist of it. So they're so, going to yeah. pay the winner of Pumas versus uh, Saprissa. Both good teams. Yeah, both both good teams who the Sounders. I think we've faced Pumas before, right? We've, I've definitely seen them in Seattle, if not in a friendly, if not. Um, yeah, we've played Saprissa before, I think, as we well. played Saprissa, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then uh, we saw uh, them tie two two. So yeah, I mean they're nothing. the they're the the fireworks of the scoreline here of all the teams two two. So absolutely, a good one. absolutely. Good 
you know, it's interesting to watch. I, it's dumb, right? Because the other teams in form and we're in preseason mode and we haven't played any games, but it just felt very frustrating and put a pit in my stomach the whole game. Like this is going to be how this year is going to go again. But I don't know if that's fair, right? Because this is the first game. We have new pieces. We have people playing positions they haven't played before. Um, yeah, I didn't go that far. Um, I definitely chalked it up to it's our first real match. Um, and it's not like we are still in Arizona or back home, right? It's right, right. We traveled pretty deep for our first match on what sounds like a pretty holy field. <laughs> So, um, yeah, like not a not great quality on the pitch. So, I mean, all of that said, there was clearly some lack of cohesion. Uh, would have liked seeing the right side used a little bit more. It seemed like we were only going down the left, and it just happened to be on the right when it was on the right instead of forcibly passed through the right to get it to our hello new DP. Um, and he looked dangerous at times, but also couldn't finish. So... I mean, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know where our players are going to be, right? They've played together for a few weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't so put any judgment on his play. Right, right. So, uh, I was I was very impressed with one player though, who I thought was the best player on the field. And was he sixteen years old? He was sixteen years old. That's Obed Vargas. That's right. I don't know if it's true, but the announcer did say this might be the first player from Alaska ever to play in Champions. Yeah, he didn't seem very sure, but he's like, well, I've never heard of anyone from Alaska. <laughs> so that seems like where he was coming from, and I don't disagree. Um, he might be, but uh, I thought he was pretty filthy. Um, I mean, that, that chance that he had in the box, he did. When the, I didn't know it was he was being that flashy until the replay, and he was doing a little sweep of the of the foot over the ball inside the six yard box, let alone like on the field as a 16 year old. So I thought, man, if he didn't do that, he probably probably gets at least off. And, and the goalkeeper seemed like he might've had a line on it, but uh, still um, hell of a run to get there throughout the whole match. Actually, I was pretty, really impressed with him. What, what, are, what are, what are your takeaways on Obed? First, I want to say I'm looking up how many soccer players were from Alaska. <laughs> Uh, so just trying to look at it and um there there's a handful but like five or six that's it uh and i think most of them are actually women one went to santa clara right uh she was there while i was there and then played for seattle sounders select the boston breakers and psv and then got uh nine starts with the u.s national team which is cool like i went to uh oh and then she coached santa clara uh, Devin Hawkins, but then there was uh, Keith Johnson, who uh, was a Paralympian soccer player, and Steve Simmons, who played for Oregon State, and that's the highest he got. Oh no, he managed them. I guess he played only in college there. And then Obed. So I think it's probably safe to bet he really is the last player because someone else would have a Wikipedia page at least. But no, I thought he was great. I thought he was dynamic. I, I he moved the ball around in a way that the rest of the team seemed a little lethargic. Right, yeah. he had youth and speed, and and if it weren't for that guy, the defender kicking the ball away from behind while he was swinging to shoot that shot, I think he probably gets a goal in his first ever uh, Sounders appearance. Yeah, I mean, the, the keeper was reacting, but you know, you don't, you can't once he strikes it. If he if he struck it, it's just he either kicks it at the keeper or it's in the net. So yeah, very high probability of being the only goal in the match and our best 
probably and what would we have three probably good chances in that I, I forgot to look up really yeah good, really and, shots and on goal stat but i think one I was why yeah i mean they had the best chance on goal right the one that bounced off the ground mm. and then went up off the post yeah or the, maybe the crossbar. yeah so obed vargas he was a positive i thought ariaga played phenomenally well i've always thought that he's been kind of a taken a while to get up to the form we expect him to play at. And I think in the second half of last year, he showed he was really, really consistent. And he, he was other than some farts at the end. Um, I think probably our man of the match other than Obed. Yeah. I, I, I liked him. I thought, I think Yamar probably gets underlooked a little bit because he was super solid and he, we just expect him to be, he wasn't overly flashy, but, but he was just solid back there. So yeah, Ariaga. I definitely have been a little down on him, so it was cool to see him actually performing. And and somehow we didn't allow a goal, even though there were some dangerous set pieces. Yeah, it was a shutout. And uh, I'll credit O'Shan on this one on the post conference. He uh, did 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 the lookup, stat lookup, and this is our first shutout on the road in Concacaf since 2011, and we played in this tournament quite a bit. So um, that's it's pretty impressive. It's definitely something to hold our our hats on. Um, I just I'm just really bummed that I didn't see more from from the offense. There was absolutely yeah. no, obviously no goals, but only a few handful of of chances. And I don't know where do you think that came from from eye test or watching the game. Do you, where do you think you we know, were missing? Yeah, I think there was a disconnect between uh, Rosnak and his fellow players just because he's not used to where they're making their runs and stuff like that. So I think that will get better every single game. Uh, we saw, you know, it, it's hard to just determine because we saw Raul having to drop back like he does when he's not getting service and we're not going to score goals if we are not having good play in the midfield. And, you know, I think it hurt us that Jao Paulo wasn't out there, which I don't know what you do. Do you pair him with Obed? Because, he was amazing, and then but then you have to decide between Christian or Rusnak or what you're going to do, right? Like Obed played so well that I feel like you you've got to play him, but he's usually in the position that Jaapalo's in, so you have to decide what you're going to do there. And uh, you know, I think we all know the low light. <laughs> yeah, the row light. <laughs> the low light. Yeah. Poor Kellen Rowe. I don't think it's his fault, right? He's a utility. No, I mean, player. he's not He's not even he's playing backup position lefty. lefty. Yeah, he's playing a position that isn't his. It, it showed me that, um, I mean, so we wouldn't have been able to balance the uh, cap if we had kept Brad Smith, but it shows you how valuable having a player like Brad Smith is because of the drop-off from New Who to Kellen Rowe. Yeah, and, and, and Madronda, right? He was injured. Right, and yeah, why. and Madronda. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Madronda would have been fine out there as well. So, so Rose really what the fourth the fourth stringer on our team at that position uh, at least third trading, at least third right before yeah. trading Brad Smith I mean third now and this is our first match of the season right and it's a position he hasn't played for the road um <laughs> so yeah far away from home I, I'm not mad at Rowe in any way I mean you put him in an impossible position there you go play this position that you definitely haven't played in quite some time. Uh, against a high-quality team. I think it's just odd to be able to get a shutout and actually call out a defender for maybe not actually 
participating in <laughs> getting that shutout, right? He, I think he played poor enough that I think we got lucky on some of his gaffes. And yeah. Ariaga and Yamar and and rolled on. I mean, rolled on. He didn't that they didn't really attack him very often. I think they were going after Roe, um, seeing a weak link. Because so, I didn't, I don't really hear remember hearing from Roldan both offensively and defensively. Right, and and Roe had some decent plays too. They were just outshined, or however you want to put it, by by those rough spots. And and once they brought in Nuhu and moved Roe into midfield, uh, or he, I guess they moved him to, to yeah to right mid, moved Rusnak into the the center of the midfield. That changed everything. I felt Roe was so much better once that happened because he's in a familiar position, and it's. You know, and that's the thing about Roe is you know what you're going to get most of the time. His ceiling isn't high, but it's quality. And he it's, was in a position. fairly consistent when, at right. least when he's comfortable, right? I mean, he was. Right. And he was playing out of position. So he did the best that he could being put in. I wouldn't say an impossible position because that's, they expect him to play that role this year. Like that, that's why he's on the team. The same way that Alex was brought in and moved back, re-signed to play that role and then ended up stealing it away to the point where. They sent Leardum, you know, off to another team. Yeah, and we probably won't have to see him at left back very often, but it, I think he'll get better if if he has to, at least defensively in general, right? Because I think that was more of his, there was some spacing and communication issues, especially on set pieces. I mean, there was that, I, don't, I, I believe it was a, a set piece, whether it be a corner or a free kick, but um, where he just, tried to he was too far forward toward in goal and tried to kind of back up and clear it with his head and the Motagua player completely just whipped the shot right it went right to him um so that was but that I think defensively he'll get better because they're going to be focusing on that especially after this performance I feel like if he if he's going to be our utility guy he's likely going to be somewhere as as a wing back not wing back but an outside back and definitely in the roles he's more familiar with in the middle and on the right so I think he should, at least he should be working on his defense <laughs> and training. Yeah. Um, and now I said going into the game 2 nothing. I think you said 2 to 1. Was that, do I remember? 2 that 1, right? yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think of our our suggestions now? Like uh, what, what we thought the game was going to be? I, I mean, I'm, I expected more offense in general. So I, I don't think that even my, our, either prediction should have been any different, even in hindsight. I think it was just, I expect this team to be at that level going into that match. Right. Uh, and I think four goals, just as well. one yeah. or two. Right. And they didn't get yeah. really even two or three shots on goal. They didn't have a real chance really to score there. The only one was the one where the defender came in and knocked it away. Right. As like, if, if that defender had been a split second behind, we score there. There was That's the one um, Rui Diaz and Ladero. Ladero gets a yeah. toe on it and that goes. That Oh, is that the one you're talking about? Yep, exactly. Oh, I thought you were talking about Obed. I, I apologize. Because Obed's was... No, no. Yeah, yeah. That one... Too. No, that, and that, that one, the defender him. slid in right in front of Lodero. So after he shot it, it bounced off the okay. the foot and went out for a okay. corner. So those are, those are our opportunities. And there wasn't right. really anything... Uh, we, Rui Diaz had an 18-yarder, but that was was pretty weak for his Rowe standards, had, in my opinion. Rowe had one that was just barely wide left at one point. Yeah. Once he, I think it was once he was in the midfield. Yeah, so I guess I stand by my prediction at least what i expected from this team and that's what i'm disappointed in however i think we just had other than row shining stars on defense even from the midfield i obed what we were only talking about a shot really but he he was tracking way back it's fast in the in the last 15 20 minutes he was still had energy mm-hmm. um 
more than Man, anyone on the field. They'll be 16 again. And right. <laughs> I mean, what were you doing in February of the, your 16th year of life? I mean, I was obviously in high school, but uh, I mean, I, I was playing basketball pretty much every single day. So I would say I was pretty athletic, but not, but you were not, not, you were not, not Ovid Vargas. Champions League game. No, not even close. <laughs> For no. a professional team. I mean, I was probably working at Safeway that night. <laughs> yeah, I was probably at the Bainbridge Island Skate Park or something like that. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, really, I'm, I'm proud of him. <laughs> Damn, mm-hmm. man. That's, that's a no, lot he was so good. I'm really – now, I, I worry, though, are the fans going to have wrong – I mean, I have wrong expectations, right? I want, I'm want. i expecting him to now come up and give that performance all the time. But this thing, he's young. They're going to figure out in MLS play they can knock him off the ball because he's small. Yeah, Um and and I think Schmetzer said this in the post conference in the press conference that he he'll he'll need to hit the hit the weight room for sure. Um, I think we have that uh, clip of that. He should he should hit play. Schmetzer's better at speaking than I am. Well, I think I've been pretty consistent. When players are good enough, they get a play as part of our you know as part of our group as part of our team. We have a bunch of really talented young players coming through. Obed is one of them. And so he earned through his work in preseason a chance to start. Uh, I, I, I thought his overall game was tremendous. Um, but he has to learn a few other things. There's some little savvy points to the game. His strength, he's only 16. So he still has a ways to go. But that certainly was a very, very, uh, very good uh, debut start for that young man. I agree, Schmitz. Yeah, so he said he needs to hit the weight room, but um, he'll grow into it, right? I've seen Leva is definitely put on a little more girth. He's still a kid, but I think he'll probably follow in the same kind of footsteps. You know, just do what Leva did, and you can only get so big when you're 16, 17 years old. There's a lot more you can work on. The one thing that I think I just don't want to see with the talent that we have is Reed is having to drop back. There's no reason for that ever to happen. We need service. And if we're not getting service, then we need to change the players that are on the field. I think JP was a big, was what the missing link was to get. I mean, granted it's our first match. We're going to say that we can say that over and over again, but I expect goals, more chances, and he can get us the ball and get it to the right guy who can then get it to the next right guy. And that's, and he's, he's pivotal, right? He's the kind of the Aussie role, but with more offensive capabilities, right? right? So yeah. he can actually get <laughs> buckled the net himself, but he's I think, less of a quarterback and more of like a, a, one of those wildcat type players that can go box to box. Taysom Hill, right? <laughs> he's <laughs> Taysom yeah. Hill. Maybe that's was was talking about our offense. Hmm. Let's listen to Schmetz talking about our offense. Yeah. If we're going to talk about it. Well, I mean, Albert Rusnak won't miss many from the penalty spot. Uh, Jordan won't, unfortunately, hit it into a defender. Uh, young Mr. Obed, you know, certainly had a half a chance. There were other half chance moments, Maz. I would say that it's always harder to get your team to gel offensively than it is defensively. Um, I'm not going to take the field as an excuse. Um, we'll watch the film and, you know, work on some final third movements for sure to be a little sharper, but 
you know, that was a big, tall, athletic, strong team. And they were well organized, especially in the first half. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't easy. I like how he mispronounced Rusnak as well. Yeah. He needs James to give him the official pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, but he's cool, Uncle. He can say anyone's name however he wants. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think we kind of feel the same way as Schmitz, right? We could have done more out there. We we will do more out there. He's right. Rusnak's not going to miss it from the penalty spot that often. You know, Rui Diaz and Ladero aren't going to run at the exact same ball in the box at, at the same time as a defender. Like, they'll figure out spacing. There'll be... It's it's the first match. So, um, but we'll do better. Yeah, absolutely. Leg two coming up. Do you have any predictions for what we're going to see once the team's back? <laughs> well, we're at home, this? right? So right. we're on the turf that w- both we're used to, and it's consistent. So that, that'll that be huge. I'm going to go with it, this better be two goals. It has to be. And I, I thought they had taken away away goals for this tournament, but they were talking about them on the broadcast, so I guess not. Maybe that's a future plan that they're doing that. I hadn't heard that they were taken away. I was just going by default. Yeah, so so yeah, Thursday, uh, it's going to be sunny out, and it's going to be uh, sunsets at 547, so it'll be dark by then, so it'll start getting cold, high of 41 that day, so it's going to be... It's going to be in the 30s by the, time that, that game, by the time that game is happening. Low of low of 26, which of course the game will be over before it gets back. But as a whole, we're pretty used to, we're used to that. Um, used to the weather, right. obviously we've been training in, in warmth and then went to Honduras, but uh, they're not going to be used to that. That's for sure. Yeah. So it should be a fascinating, a fascinating game that way. Yeah. And, but I, but I mean, I think we should take over. I think we should, it should be clear that this is a game that we're going to win. And we sh- we need to do that from the get go, right? The rust ha- needs to be sh- shooken off at this point. Right. I, we're going to see JP. I knew who's going to start. That's those are key players that didn't start that match, and JP, we knew who JP didn't play. Running wild, he <laughs> immediately went into his nickname. Right, he was choo chooing off the go. Um, oh, yeah. Even at the very very end of the match, the patented knew who. Let's pushing forward. When it's just, there's like 30 seconds left, bro. We're, mm-hmm. we're not, none of us can run. But <laughs> yeah, no, he, he he was itching to get out there. That was pretty exciting. But he did have some pretty big errors in the like, last few minutes of the game. So, But I think that's just him going full bore new hoop. We're going to get that. But we're also going to get brilliance and some, I don't even, some un, unique new who moments is what we're going to be getting. And, but we're going to, we're going to get that from kickoff and I'm excited for that. And having JP back again is huge. Obed's not going to going to start. He might, he deserves to see the bench though. Um, yeah. and be on the field for sure. After that performance, um, Madronda, I don't know what his status is. I didn't even know that he got hurt until kind of the day before Schmetzer presser before this last match. So I don't, I don't even know what's wrong with him. must've been a training thing. Do you know anything? But Madronda is no, anything big. I haven't heard anything. Well, whatever. At least knew who's back. Um, yeah. So I, my prediction is at least two goals. Uh, hopefully, we don't give up one because then then we should all be a little bit worried. It'll be a little tense if they if they get a goal in. Yeah, I, I think it. I'm worried. I think it's going to be one nothing or one one. That's that's my. I can't see us unless something changes dramatically, uh, and maybe JP is that change. One nothing us though. Uh, you yeah, one nothing us or, or one one, and we're not going to advance. So 
I, I don't think there's going to be two schools scored by any team based on the play we saw the other day. And just because I think the defenses of both teams are super strong. Hmm. Well, I will. I'm going to disagree with you because I want to score goals and I want, I, I want to see this offense back, but I think you're, you're being pretty realistic. Who knows though? New who JP back in the fold that could make that, that could unlock so many things. Right. Right. Suddenly you don't have Rudy Diaz dropping back and he can stay up and have the ball service to him. Then suddenly we're going to be way more goal dangerous. A Russ Knack assist to Rudy Diaz would be great. Maybe Love secondary it. assist from Ladero who uh, real quick. Can we just talk about Ladero? How do you feel about his performance? I thought it was fine. I mean, yeah. he, he had some decent play out there. Was, you know, he only played what, seven, eight games last year or something like that. So to have him out there for, was it 68 minutes or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, was pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't even expect him to start, to be honest. I thought we might bring him off the bench. I thought maybe he was going to be the one to sit rather than JP. I didn't know JP was hurt. So yeah, I, I, I was, you know, he obviously is not his old self, but he is still can get there. I, I hope, right? Like he's coming off some bad injuries, so it's going to take some time, but he didn't seem to n- favor his knees in any way. He, he played, you know, he made cuts. Like that's what I like to see more. There's there obviously is going to be rust on him based on how much he played last year. But the fact that he was willing to make cuts, was willing to go into challenges, was willing to go in for balls where he's going to be challenged, that's where I think we needed to see from him. And we saw it. So, you know, I'd give him a, a you know, it was a solid game for him. It wasn't what we're expecting to see, but where he's coming back from, it was awesome. Okay. Yeah. So not I, I, I'm not impressed, but I'm encouraged. And that's pretty much yeah. what you sounded like, right? You're just happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to see him looking. He looked like a He's never been a burner. Right. He's yeah. never been one. Uh, he's always been very, he's got a lot of guile, right? He's the guy that can get in front of, he can pick his own fouls, right? Oh, he can step in front of a defender and pull one for the team. He knows how to do that really well. He did that multiple times, but his, his, his final passes are a little rusty. And, and I think, yeah, you're right. I think that'll come back. And he did yeah. walk off looking a little gassed, but not worse for wear. Not hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what matters. Like, we need to get him more more and more involved. And the fact that we got that many minutes out of him, I think, was a positive thing. For sure. All right, let's take a little breather. And we have Nashville coming up. So why don't we talk a little bit about them and that uh, new team in their junior year of MLS. Yeah, you know, Nashville, uh, one of the great Western cities in the United States. Um, of course, they belong in the Western Conference as they absolutely represent the West. When you think the West, you think Nashville. Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's because they stole them from Vancouver. I but understand that, but... Uh... I do miss the Vancouver Grizzlies. But, you know, uh, all of that's to say, Nashville is in the West now. They spent their first two years in the East, and I think we were deciding because Charlotte came in, they're moving to the West. Makes sense. Even out yeah, them. I don't know that for sure, but logical. I'm I'm a proponent of we have enough teams now that we could have three conferences like like they do in lots of other sports, so or have done in other sports. So I really we would appreciate we that. <laughs> yeah, it would make a lot more sense. Yeah, but yeah, Nashville. I mean, solid solid team. We saw them uh, probably didn't did they end up they made it to the the semifinals last year did they make it to the um eastern finals the year before 
I can't even remember now. The years go past too quickly. I just feel yeah, like, oh, yeah. last year they were just so good, right? They like they went on that run. You know, you saw um, some great play from Mukhtar. And, of course, they have uh, uh, some other Sounders on their team. So it was it was cool to, to see some of those players involved last year. But yeah, Mukhtar had 19 goals last year. Yeah, Damn. so they're coming. They're coming into the West, and they're they're opening their season at Seattle. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and they uh, they only lost four times last year. Eighteen draws, though, but they only lost four. They had a goal differential of plus twenty two. So, yeah, they're Which pretty... is insane if you think about. It, they had eighteen draws. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that means they were winning those games that they won by by quite a bit. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and they won one. Well, if they lost four matches, they had to be winning them by two goals each, each time. Yeah, that's true. And they finished third in the conference too, um, which is only like four good teams. So, uh, all right. Yeah, Nashville is... Bringing them over to the stacked West. I mean, I, I honestly think any team in the West could beat any of, like the, the, not the bottom team, but the bottom playoff team in the West, which was that Portland? One of those teams could have beaten... Uh, the top team in the East. I mean, I think New England, that's the problem with an unbalanced schedule. You have New England setting the record for the most points ever when they get to play these crappy teams from the East over and over again. And, you know, it's it's just, yeah, come come out to the West and try playing all the teams we play. You're not getting that many points, Bruce why, Arena. Why do, you, is, why do you think that is? Why is the East so bad uh, for so long? I, you know, I think... These things come and go, right? I think we see it in football with the NFC and AFC. Uh, we've seen it where the West was way better in the NBA for many, many years, and then now the East has taken over for a while. Uh, yeah, it's just and, – and, you know, that doesn't mean you don't see, like, an Eastern Conference team win because on any given day, any team can win. Yeah, like New York. You make it to the MLS Cup, you can win that game, especially if you're playing the Sounders because we don't show up most of the time in the MLS Cup. I think we've showed up for one half over – over our four MLS Cup appearances, <laughs> yeah, you could argue that, yeah. That's <laughs> so, so yeah. It, you know, it's it, you can show up in a big game and do anything. So uh, I don't, I don't know what it is, and and I'm, I'm, I would venture to say between Atlanta, uh, Inter Miami, you know, depending on what Charlotte does, New York City FC, we could see that change. We could start seeing the East being a lot better. Okay. But if you're New England and your big signing is Josie Altidore, then... Yeah, well, Chicago might be actually pretty good this year. Yeah, brought in Shakiri, brought in a... Uh, today, I think they just signed someone from Club Atlas, didn't they? Something like that. Yeah, I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> you guys can. Uh, well, yeah, so we're playing Nashville. They don't seem like they're a trap game. Um, they... Yeah, we know how good they are. That's, that's legit, man. Yeah, at least we have a great, great defense. So, I, I, but I still think, and I think this for every Sounders match, I go into every single one thing, and we need to be us, and we win. So I don't mm-hmm. really care who we play. Um, so I, this seems like it'll be a good test. Uh, not too great and not too poor of a team. Um, who can definitely score. <laughs> so it'll be a good test for a defense too. And and we're familiar with some of them. Uh, you know, Handwala Buana is on the team. Oh, yeah. So well, we traded him out there so he could get some starting playing time. So I think he's played pretty well out there. So, you know, we, we may get yeah. to see him a little bit. And 
they have other players that we're familiar with just because we played against them. Dax McCarty, uh, Teal Bunbury, and of course they have Brian Meredith as hey, on Brian. starting. Don't uh, leave me hanging, Brian Meredith. Yeah, and and you know Mukhtar was someone who uh, was our discovery player, so we're very familiar with him. We we were the ones that had the rights to sign him, and we traded those rights to Nashville. So that's another player that even though he never played for us, we know really well. You know, you know what you're getting out of Walker Zimmerman. Uh, he, I think he was Defender of the Year in the MLS last year. He's been pretty solid for the USA, and uh, and CJ Sapong is uh, g- generally pretty decent. So. They've got some quality players. You can see why they would be pretty high in the East. So this isn't going to be a cakewalk, right? We're going to have to play well and not be rusty. Uh, I think we may have the advantage, though, because we're getting to play in Champions League and we're getting, like, not preseason, but actual real games in before we face them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Handball of Buana, by the way, he's only played for, like, 95 minutes last season. Really? No goals, That's surprising. No he did play. He came in during the playoffs, though. So, uh, but I think was it last year that we traded him to twenty 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 twenty. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's two games for them. Forty one minutes in twenty twenty. So, man, but uh, you know he wants to see the field on 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 that Sunday, week week and a half from now. I'd like to see yep. him. I want to see him do well. I liked him. And he went to he went to UW, and I think he was from Ballard High School. Is that right? I think he was from I think Ballard. So, yeah. Yeah, Which technically so. I'm from Ballard High School, but I'm not. I you didn't did running there, start didn't through there. Oh, I see. Yeah, but <clears throat> I went to Bainbridge High School. I lived there for like four years. But city to Bainbridge to back to city. Anyway, the Aaron Scuttlebutt podcast. Um, yeah, so I'd like to see Handwall again. Hopefully, hopefully he gets on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't start. I mean, he got those. He, he was playing decently for us, and then we yeah. traded him over there, so. Uh, I think I think we loaned I think we loaned him there first. No, that, no, no, no. We we traded him. Yeah, we he was straight part up of a trade. Yeah. So, you know, good for him if he can try to get some more minutes. It doesn't seem like he's getting as many as he did here, but he might be getting more than he would if he were here, right? But yeah, for sure. I don't. With I, the young, the youth that we've brought up, I'm not sure how he competes against you know some of the Obed Vargas or or Leo Chu's not even seen the field and right and but that's kind of by design right I think I think we talked but about he, that. but he would be above Handwell Buana if they're on the, on the same team right now so Absolutely. that's my point if he's not even seeing it and there's a plan for him you're not seeing it so good move good would, for him good for the club yeah I would like to see some earlier subs uh from the Sounders yeah when did we sub first one I mean Schmetzer's usually I'm, 68th minute, I think that might have been the first when we subbed off uh, Nico. Nico, and then we just we kept waiting, right? And then people weren't happy when they subbed on Reagan, but I was kind of happy because he went to university prep where Ooh. I went to middle school. Yeah, we so talked about him for a second. High school, yeah. So so he got in at the end of the game, and uh, I didn't realize how big he was because because you pointed that out, and holy cow, like. But you got to see he, it. Yeah, he's six six. Yeah, he came in. He's big dude, and. Having that kind of body back there, if he can develop into a regular player, like that's going to be a solid home. He came in on on a, a corner kick, like we were attacking too, I yeah. believe. Oh no, well either way, I don't actually recall. I feel like we were, but he came in on a corner kick, so they, he was lined up in the box, and he literally stood out <laughs> as like, damn, yeah, he is six six. That's like wow. But yeah, I'm bummed we didn't see Will Bruin though. 
I know we're going back to Motagua for a second, but it's the only match we got. And this lends yep. into Nashville, right? Like, why didn't Will Bruin go in? He was available. We needed a goal. He's big. I mean, we brought in Freddie Montero. And uh, and then eventually, I think by the time we decided, all right, let's get out of here with a point. Like, uh, I mean, not a point, right? Because it's, it's yeah. <laughs> zero, zero. Let's get out of here without giving up a goal, which is why I think I brought on Reagan. Our players are tired. You know, maybe the field isn't the best. Let's just get out of here and, and do it at home. So, uh, you know, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Okay. I think if you're going to make defensive subs and you're going to lock it down, then you got to lock it down. And they did. They didn't allow the goal. So uh, if it if it had been earlier, if it had been in like the 70th minute and we're doing it, maybe that's a different story. But, uh, you know, it's it was a little later. So I'm, I'm, I'm OK with it. OK, so lending that to Nashville, then we shouldn't be concerned, in your opinion, that we didn't see Will Bruin and we did see Reagan when we're coming up against an MLS match. Right, no, it's a different no. different set of circumstances. Right, this is. I mean, I think we could see the same thing if we're winning, right? If right. we're winning the game late, you're going to sub him on over That's Will. True. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, but in yeah. a similar situation, but against Nashville, Dancing Bear is still available. That's great. Hopefully, we're not in a situation like that where we're chasing the game um, by the right. second half. Right. But I agree with you. The, the, the subs are a little late with Schmetzer, and that's how it's always been, right? Yeah, so, Siggy had the same problem. So yeah, Siggy would do. It. But maybe so, that's, I mean, Schmetzer always says he, it's, this, it's the player's team, right? So he's letting them figure it out. Maybe that's that's why. I don't <laughs> think so. Just because when Pineda was on the team, was the assistant coach, we were making those subs earlier and better. So mm. you didn't hear that from me, coach. Sorry. Yeah, that was me. I trust you. That was Aaron. Yeah, so I, I'm going to say, I'm uh, you know, you know, I'm going to be the bummer that I was on Montagua and thinking Mo, Motagua, excuse me, and thinking that we weren't gonna, we might not advance. I'm going to go with two to one against Nashville at home. Taking my numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to shut out again. I want to shut out. It'd be national television, Nashville. Welcome to the West. Beat them up. I want three now. I want things to click. We're at home. Like we're going to have a taste of at home, but it's, it's a Thursday and it's champions league, right? We're not going to have, 38, 39,000 in the stands. It'll probably be something like, you know, 20 maybe, but usually it's in the 14, 15, 16 yeah. range, right? Yeah. So it'll be something like that. And for someone like like Rusnak, who's going to be walking out to the yeah. boom, boom clap with 40,000. Rusnak. Um, we need to listen to James. Yeah, I I think <laughs> At least considering... we, get, we get this bit for like the whole season. Um, yeah. But we don't have the Motago. how long everyone... Uh, has been pronouncing it from the announcer to Coach Schmetzer. I swear I said it right. Rusnak. Ahoy, Sounders fans. James Willard here, the voice of your Seattle Sounders football club at Lumen Field. So that you can all be better prepared for my goal-scoring announcements this season, the pronunciation of our new designated player's name is Rusnak. Albert Rusnak. I'm sure we'll be echoing his name many times as his Sounders career unfolds. Go Sounders. Russ Knack. You said Russ Knack. So it is let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. We know that. We know that phrase from Russell Wilson. We're going to bring it on over to the Sounders. We're going to let Russ cook. That does help, I guess. Okay. Well, he gets to see he Albert Big Al gets to see thirty nine thousand for the first time, right? So you can I, call me out. No, I'm sorry. I, I did not. 
<laughs> oh, that, that sounded beautiful. I did not mean to bust into the Paul Simon, uh, but <laughs> hopefully we don't have to pay for that. They call me a songbird um, in my generation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think he'll be. I think he'll have some uh, some fire under under his his rear end. Yeah, be in front of be in front of the home fans, and is going to want to going to want to produce. And I think Ladero too, in a way, you know. Didn't get a lot of minutes last year. You know he's got something to prove to himself. Probably, you know he's probably our most for, visually to me. He, he's I mean it's the reason he's our captain is the most just. It's got that fire that like Kobe fire. Like he's just got. Mm-hmm. You could tell he's competitive, and so not yeah. being a hundred percent missing, watching the team, especially struggle at the end. You know he wanted to be in there. He came out there and then came, we had to go back to recovery right he, he couldn't do it so i bet he's hungry uh jordan as well hungry uh in front of the fans so i think that is all that put together stew it in a big pot i think that's gonna give us three goals and a shutout right on. that's my long ass prediction Right on. I'm for it. I'm. I don't know if it's gonna happen because they have Walker Zimmerman and some other folks back there. But... I don't care. Go through them. <laughs> don't care. We got. We got Yamar and Ruthnack. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not even gonna try anymore because I. I swear I was trying. To, I was saying it right, but I know last episode I screwed it all up. But I came in here confident and shattered. Now let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Albert. All right, man. Should we pull this one into port? I think we should. All right. Well, I'm Aaron Lingley. I've been your host, my co-host here. I'm Cameron Collins. Oh, yeah. I forgot my Twitter handle, didn't I? Yeah, you did. It's Aaron Lingley. A-A-R-O-N-L-I-N-G-L-E-Y. Cameron Collins, what is yours? At Legal Minded Punk. All one word. You can get me there on both Twitter and Instagram. Everybody have a good night. Or day. See y'all. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.